The Reinvent You podcast is designed to provide tangible advice that will help transform those who have experienced a divorce or a breakup into rediscovering their voice, regaining their power, and obtaining their freedom by focusing on mindset, emotions, finances, health, faith, love, parenting, and building meaningful relationships. These weekly talks are designed to assist individuals to become the best version of themselves in their personal lives, families, and professional environment. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining. everyone and welcome to episode 56 of the reinvent you podcast i'm your host tanya carter and thank you so much for joining me this week so your girl just had a birthday okay your girl just had a birthday september the 3rd to be exact okay so my birth i just had a birthday this past friday and i am so blessed and so grateful to live and see chapter 41 of my life okay seriously i am when when i look at everything that's been going on or has been going on just on a daily basis and also thinking about this entire pandemic that we've been in well over a year being on god's wake up list is definitely not something that i take for granted okay it's not but i don't want to make this episode about my birthday i just had to slide that on in but I will say this my birthday did influence me and inspired me to talk about what I'm going to talk about today okay it's about you okay um, it's about the person who's listening right now at this present moment I just want to have a conversation with you today and that's it normally I give about three to four points I give tips and tricks and things of that nature but I don't want to really go there today I wanted to talk about your story that you are attached to. I do. I want to talk about that. And what led me to have this conversation was my birthday. Because one of the things that I do, and this is when I, this is, I started to do this when I decided to take another path in my life. One of the biggest things that I do is I sit in a place of reflection on my birthday. I do. Um, I, I consider that to be my new year outside of the calendar year. And for those who've been following me for a while and been on my email list and things of that nature, one of the things that I talk about a lot is how I had to divorce my story, right? Um, As a matter of fact, that's what I named my book. I named my book Divorce Your Story. And the purpose of that book was more than just divorce, Okay, because most people identify divorce only as a legal dissolution of a marriage, which that is a part of it. However, there's also another huge part, and that is the mental and emotional part of it all. And when it came to my divorce, I got divorced legally in 2010. Okay, so that's been about 11 years ago. So it's been it's been over a decade ago. However, I didn't realize that I was still married to the mental and emotional residue of it all until 2015. And in in 2015, March of 2015 to be exact, that is when my father had a heart attack. And so my father's heart attack awakened something within me. You know, it, it took me from a place of being on autopilot about myself and about my life into a place of awareness. 
And when I say this, when I mentioned that I was still married to the mental and emotional residue of it all, this isn't saying that I wanted my marriage back because I didn't. And that's the truth. I really didn't. This was actually more about how it left me feeling and how it left me thinking about myself, others and my life. That's what it did, because divorce is one of those topics that may not really be considered an adversity in in many people's eyes, because sometimes we can get the wrong idea that adversities are only maybe a a physical um, situation or a mental situation or losing a loved one or financial hardships, which these are all adversities. However, a divorce is a difficulty and it is a hardship that took place in your life. And a lot goes into detachment. It does. And one of the things that I saw was that I did not detach myself from the story. So when I woke up in 2015, when I got out of that autopilot and I transitioned into some deep awareness, I didn't detach myself from the story. Okay, and so let me explain what I mean, because a story is a narrative because the synonym of what a story is, is a narrative. Okay, and the definition of a story is an account of past events in someone's life or in the evolution of something. Okay, that is the definition of the word story. And what I saw in reading this definition was that. I was so attached to my past story that it actually evolved into my present. So it actually developed. So the same story that I was attached to was still developing in my present. It was still progressing into my present. It still advanced into my present. And what this meant was that I continuously manifested my life based on the story that I was attached to about myself. So I want to break this down real quick. Um, I was attached to an unhealthy story in a nutshell based on what took place in my life. It developed a narrative that kept my past on replay. So what does this mean? This meant that my vision was distorted based upon a previous adversity. So basically, I was still connected to what previously took place, which resulted in making my vision of my life moving ahead very blurry. I unconsciously placed ceilings on what I could have and who I could be based on the view I had of myself in my life. I'm going to give you all some examples. For instance, I felt limited to what I could have because I'm a single mother. You see what I'm saying? So the story, so the the part of getting divorced, I had to also allow myself to detach myself from the myth of believing that, okay, I'm pretty much a single mother the majority of the time. I'm going to box myself into believing that this is all I can have because of my situation. Okay. Another limit that I put on myself was my value. I limited my value, especially in the marketplace. Okay. Like when, so like, let me kind of go back a little bit. When we separated back in 2008, I lost my job two weeks later. No lie. Literally two, 14 days later, I lost my job. And from 08 to 2012, I lost a total of five jobs in a four year time frame. Okay. And when something like this happens, it can either push you forward or it can either pull you back. And even though I found another job, because I mean, I had to find another job. I, I had 
to provide for my family. But because I lost the amount of jobs that I did, my limited belief took whatever life handed me. So when I had that interview, and I remember this vividly, at this point, I had lost my fifth job and I needed a position. I needed a job. And I remember that interview I had in 2012. I downplayed my salary. They asked me, they said, LaTanya, um, what are your salary requirements? And I purposely downplayed my salary. And I knew deep down in my core I did because my limited belief didn't want to get rejected. Okay, my story that I was attached to didn't allow me to really know my worth. Okay, I saw myself like I, I entertained someone that I knew wasn't showing up for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew even though I didn't want to say it, I didn't want to admit it. Let me tell you something about that good and that intuition. It never lies. But because I didn't know my worth, because of the story that I was attached to of not knowing my worth, I tried to prove to that person that I was worthy. And let me explain something. When you go into that mindset of trying to prove yourself, that proven mindset showed that I was desperate. It equaled desperation because the energy that I gave off scream desperation. And what happens is when you fall under being desperate, anything will do. Because I realized that when you really know that you're worthy, you don't have to prove that you are. And the story that I had attached to myself didn't wasn't the story of me knowing my worth. I would say it, I would put it on Facebook, but the the core of me, I didn't feel that way about myself. Okay? The story, the old story that I was attached to was the story of feeling like I was a failure. Okay, failure was probably one of my biggest strongholds that I had over myself. Really, it was. I mean, just experiencing divorce, losing five jobs in five years, um, which also resulted in a lot of financial hardships for me, too. Um, I, I felt like I failed my kids because their dad and I was no longer together. So there was a lot of, you know, I felt very guilty. Um, and I also felt rejected in the relationship department. OK, and life was not turning out like I thought it should be. And when I had that awakening back in 2015, I realized that I had not moved on from my story, from a past story, from a past experience, because here it is 2015. OK, I was a different age because when I got divorced in 2010, I was 29. And in 2015, I'm now 34, okay? It was a different year. Now, at this time, I had reached a five-year mark of my divorce. 60 months has already taken place, which is the equivalent of 260 weeks, which is also the equivalent of 1,825 days. However, my results were still very similar. You know, as I said earlier, I was attached to a past story that evolved into my present. And based upon that, my narrative, that is what manifested. Okay. So what it made me conclude was that time alone doesn't heal. Time by itself does not heal. And I say this because I talk to people from different ages, whether they're in their twenties, their thirties, their forties, their fifties, or their sixties. And let's be real. You all know people in these age ranges too, you know, that talk about the same thing. They have the same story. They're still attached to a past situation. They just won't simply let it go. And sometimes we have this idea that it would just get better. Now, I know people 
may say, well, you're supposed to be positive and say that it would get better. And truthfully, there is truth in that statement because it can get better. But what tends to be the missing piece in making this statement is that something from you still needs to be done for it to get better. Okay. What I realized was that I was looking for everything and everyone else to get better. So what this meant was I was looking more from an external lens, looking from something from the outside to change. And that over and what that did was it overlooked the fact that the change had to come from me. It had to come from me. It had to come from an internal shift within myself. Why is that? Because I was the one who wanted better. I was the one who wanted a different life. I was the one who was not satisfied with the outcome. I was the one who did not like what was continuously manifesting in my life. And so what that meant for me is that I had to switch gears internally, right? In other words, I had to shift the gear from removing myself from blame and feeling like a victim into taking now ownership over my life. I had to, I had to take on ownership over myself, my life and my choices. And I also had to let go of things that I could no longer control or never could, never could control anyway. I couldn't control what someone else did or, or how they did. Like all of that I couldn't control. I couldn't even control losing five jobs in four years. Those were the things that I couldn't control. So I had to let go of what had already taken place, let go of the fact of saying there's nothing I can do about this, but also say, what can I do? What do I have the ability to do? I had to learn how to be solution oriented now. Okay. And fast forwarding to six years later, because I made this shift six years ago, that's when I had that awakening. And now that I look at everything that has taken place in my life, it came from me first. So what does that mean? It came from me. What I mean by by this is that I had to get spiritually grounded. I did. So when I say it came from me, one of the things that I am an advocate of is really knowing that God really is the head of my life. And I don't say that very casually. That came with a lot of spiritual grounding. It came with a lot of relationship building with God. It involved a new and updated belief system. Okay. Remember the story that you have attached to has a lot to do with what you're thinking. It has everything to to do with what you're thinking. I had to upgrade a new to a new mindset. It came from a restoration of my emotional well-being. Okay, because even in that 5 years there was a lot of failure, a feeling of failure, feeling guilty, angry, resentment, regret. Like I had to envy Okay, like this is just real talk. And I had to restore my emotional well-being and overcome those things. And those internal shifts created a different external outcome. Right. And that's what I wanted to say today. And I wanted to bring this to the podcast because I want to humbly remind you all that if you're only banking on time to heal you. Okay. You'll find yourself connected to a past story longer than what you need to be. Okay. Like 
I know people and I know you probably know people, too, that you probably close with that, you know, they talk about the same thing and probably been talking about the same thing for 20 years as if it just happened yesterday. Right. You know what I'm saying? You'll find yourself being connected to a past story. You'll find yourself living on autopilot, you know, taking whatever life hands you. As I told you all earlier, life gave me whatever I asked for. You know, you'll find yourself just going with the flow because I know people say that. But going with the flow may not be the best way to flow. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? As you know, as opposed to interrupting the flow and developing a new way. Okay, you'll find yourself being robbed of another joy that you have the power to create, okay? Like scripture states that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, okay? And even though that's a scripture that gets quoted and memorized, it is indeed the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And the enemy can come in so many different forms in many different ways, such as experiencing divorce or really um, hard breakup that you thought would convert into marriage or a toxic relationship or a mental, emotional, and or physical abusive relationship. When you go through these types of things, that's an enemy and it can kill, it can steal, and it can destroy your quality of life. And you can find yourself being so distorted by the vision moving forward because the expectation that's currently happening now isn't necessarily meeting the outcome that you had. Okay. And when I look at 41, um, one of the most one of the best courageous moves I made because I'm gonna be honest with you was to give myself permission that was it to give myself permission that was one of the most boldest courageous moves I made was just really giving myself permission and I really encourage you all to give yourself permission and check this out you don't need everyone to get it (laughs) okay you don't need everybody to to understand that you gotta go on this path you don't need people to get that you know the fact that you get it is all you need You know that this ain't working for you. You know that there's more for you. You don't need nobody else to validate that. You see what I'm saying? And you also, and and here's also another thing I want you to know. I don't care how old you are because I know some people that listen to my podcast are older than me. And they're, you know, sometimes they go into this mindset of thinking, well, you know, I'm, I'm 50 something, Tanya. I'm 60 something, Tanya. I don't care. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Check this out. At any time and at any age you have the right to change your mind and your path see that's the whole thing about it this ain't got nothing to do with how old you are this has everything to do with knowing that if you really don't like the direction you have the permission to say I don't want to keep going this route okay oh let me let me also put this out here it doesn't matter if you have the have children because people people always say well you know Tanya I got kids and I don't have the time and I'm a parent and here's the thing I'm a parent too and guess what I was a parent at 34 when I got that awakening and I'm 41 and I'm still a parent and guess what when I'm 50 I'm still going to be a parent so what does this say you're going to always be a parent okay and so the best thing that you can do for your children is be the example allow and let them see you overcome let them see you say you know what this ain't working for me why because this stuff can be very generational sometimes we think an inheritance is just a money thing it's not it can be a mindset. It can be emotions. Um, it can be limited beliefs. That can be things that we are unconsciously passing down. And so when we say that we have children, 
Let your children be your why, right? Let them be your why on why you need to let go of the old narrative that is constantly being developed and replayed in your mind, okay? Also, one more thing, give yourself permission to explore the unknown, okay? Real talk, because many people are very comfortable with certainty, even if it's holding them back, okay? It could be holding them back, but because they know what they're getting and they know what's ahead, they'll rather stay there. However, when you give yourself permission, you're now allowing yourself to lead with a level of faith, even if it is a size of a mustard seed. However, when you continue to stay on this path, you grow. And as you grow, your faith really will strengthen, okay? And so that's what I just wanted to talk about really briefly today um, on the podcast. I wanted to just share um, a little bit more of the story that I was attached to and hopefully awaken you into really taking close inventory of the story that you're telling yourself. Because many of us are really still attached to a past experience, a past event. And what we're doing is we are making that story story still be relevant as if it happened yesterday. And what tends to also happen is the more you play into that narrative, it grows, it builds, and it takes power over you. And that will always be the script that you will find yourself functioning on, even though you know there could be another one that gets written. And so it's very important to know that divorcing your story involves knowing that you really are the author of your life. You really can determine how you really want your pages to be written moving forward. One of the things that I really, really put a lot of emphasis of letting my clients know is that you are a creator. You have the ability to create. You have the ability to design. And so when it comes to your life and the outcome, yes, it may not have came out like you may have wanted it to be or what you envision it to be. But here's the thing. You can always create a new vision. You can always create a new path and you can always create and write a new story. Okay. Um, before I go, I am going to give away five copies of my book. Okay. To those who are currently listening to the podcast, if you are a person who's listening right now and you want a copy of my book, Divorce Your Story, A Woman's Guide to Heal and Thrive After Divorce, I want you to email me at info at and please put in the subject title, free copy of book. And also please provide your name and your mailing address and someone on my team will, they will mail you out a copy of the book. So it is for the first five people who send me an email and I would definitely send you out that book. Um, if we already exceeded five copies, you will get an email stating that um, the copies have already been filled. All right. And so I, but if you still are interested in getting the book, you can go to my website, and that website will be down in the show notes for you to purchase along with a free gift. Okay. And so please make sure that you are following me on my social media handles. My Instagram and Facebook is Miss Tanya Speaks. That's M-S-T-O-N-Y-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. And also please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can receive notifications on when the next podcast will drop and also leave a review. Okay, if you know that this podcast has been a blessing to you on your journey, please go to iTunes and leave me a review. I would most definitely appreciate it. 
And last, but certainly not least, share this information, right? We share everything else. And if you know that this podcast was beneficial to you and it can be a help to someone else, just pass them on the link and say, hey, I heard this episode. I think this will be very beneficial for you, okay? Because this is how we grow. This is how we build. And this is how we thrive, okay? So thank you all again for tuning in this week. You all have a wonderful and amazing week and I will see you next time.